And a welcome to the Under the Bus podcast. It has been quite a while, and mm-hmm. I I have to take the blame for that one, but I don't care. Um, anyways, I'm joined by Merge. As always, Merge, how are you doing? Um, just got vaccinated yesterday, so I'm doing doing good. But my arm kind of hurts. Nice. So, <laughs> oh, don't be a big baby. I had I had mine on Friday, so my first dose. So vaccine and, gang. Yeah, Alan. I'm guessing that you've already gotten yours too. Then get my second yeah. job in like three weeks. It's all nice, same, same, same. Wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. And as obviously, um, Alan is joining us again. And then we have the return of Nelson. It just feels yes. like you're not on with us anymore, even though the last couple of months it feels like maybe more than you had been. But Nelson has returned to talk some Lakers with us. How are you doing, Nelson? I'm doing good. Yeah, I think I like didn't pod for like two months, and then it kind of feels like two years, which is pretty weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, I haven't been vaccinated yet, but I work for the school paper, and even though we're like independently funded, um, there's r- rumors um, that we might get vaccinated too. So that would be kind of cool. So I would okay. join the vaccine gang. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna. This is kind of po- probably be a two episode drop hopefully today or tomorrow or whenever we can get this to this. Um, but right now what we're going to talk about is kind of a mid season progress report. Um, first things first, how are the Lakers doing? Is anyone worried about them? I know personally I'm not, I know the string at the very end was bad, but I mean, after 71 days between the, you know, game six of the finals to opening night, 71 days was just not enough. We had all been saying they need a break. Um, You know, AD being out obviously didn't help either, but, you know, he just got to get healthy. Um, Is anyone worried? I'm not really worried. I mean, I've just been saying this whole time they're going to coast through the season anyways. No, I I mean, honestly, I I felt more more confident about, I felt better about their last week than I did about the, the stretch when Dennis was out because once Dennis came back, the team looked really good again. Uh, and then it fell apart again once Mark Gasol. Yeah, once when then well, it fell apart once Mark Gasol uh, was out for contact tracing. So I mean, and then even then, I mean, we barely lost to the Suns that one. We probably should have won that game. We beat the Kings if we literally have one of those players who, who sat out. Um, uh, so I was, and it was nice to see in that Kings game to see guys like Dennis and Trez and Coos and THT and even guys like Alfonso McKinney uh, get some run and you know look good. I, I was, uh, I took a lot more away from those that last game than I did any of those games where Dennis was out. So I'm not worried overall about the team. I mean, we just need AD to come back, and even then, I think if Mark comes back and he's fine, we can win. 60 percent of our games you know for us the rest of the season even though 80s probably up for another maybe week is my guess week or two so nelson um i wouldn't say that i'm necessarily worried um i'm just on pins and needles when it comes to ad and injuries um because the reason aside i fully expected everything that happened to happen um they ended like the last week kind of on a slump which is expected to be as like ramp ramp down um, they're coming in as the defending champs, so they don't really have to prove anything in the, in the regular season. They don't care if they're the fifth seed, the sixth seed. They're going to, you know, coast through the regular season and then get to the playoffs and then uh, step it up there. Um, but 
the AD injury definitely made me nervous. Um, I'm still kind of nervous to see how he is when he comes back and how many games he gets to fully integrate himself. I feel he's like really the key um, because like some of the players got run. Um, Damian Jones, hopefully this next week we'll get some more run. Uh, hopefully he can sort of kind of be something. Um, but I'm not really taking too much from it other than Dennis has been really, really good. And he is a really, really impact player. And when the trade happened, I know that there were a lot, a lot of questions about um, mm-hmm. the OKC season and whether he was able to bring that this year um, and sort of like his Atlanta days were really up and down. Um, but I, I thought he's been like the Lakers' most key addition. He's brought playmaking and ball handling all throughout the year, not just in the playoffs like Rondo did last season. All throughout the year, he's, he's about the same level. Um, so I'm really excited to see what he does in the, in the playoffs. Um, but I'm actually really, really amped for the Lakers, even though it's been kind of a cozy season. That's kind of what I expected, so I'm not really that worried. I understand that coziness, though. Um, about Dennis, he can get a lot better too offensively because his shots haven't been falling as much. If that three ball gets back to the mean 35 percent, 36 percent, he he looks even better than he has so far, and that's you know kind of scary, you know. <laughs> Definitely agree, Alan, the man. The myth, the legend, well, no. with with all the with all the scoops. Can can you put can you ease Nelson's concerns about AD's injury at all? Or AD would be playing if it was the playoffs. Okay, good to hear that. He, he, he would have missed probably a week, but you know, hey ho. Listen, it is what it is. Like it, he, I think he, I think the Lakers took a very calculated approach with AD in the offseason whereby they told him to just rest. So he wasn't in the greatest of shape when we came back. And I there's think also, that. there's also a lot of people saying that they think that he may have gotten COVID during that 71 day break. Which now, is a possible. Yeah. I mean, and not to say that we have any inside information on that, but just saying, you know, it's gone around, obviously. It's still a pandemic, despite what Texas thinks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I'll let you go on my bad. Oh, God bless Ted Cruz, JK. <laughs> before, before people think I'm being serious, I'm, I'm joking. Um, yeah, like the Lakers. KD's missed more games than AD has this year. And there's no like, oh, is KD, are we worried about KD? I'd be more worried about KD if I was That's like, a hamstring injury, which is yeah, way like, more touch and go. Uh, so with that, Dennis Schroeder's our third best player. And I think it's about time people actually like consider him as such and not just being like, oh, he's impactful. No, no, guy's just really good. Um, I'm not worried. Uh, Do I want the Lakers to make additions? Yes. Am I scared of Brooklyn adding Blake Griffin? No, like not in the slightest. What, they're just going to play 48 minutes with either Jeff Green or Blake Griffin at the five? Cool. We'll drop 40 on you every game with AD. It is what it is. Like, unless... Even like a Drummond type, I don't like. Basically, I'm more worried about Brooklyn next season than I am this season. I know it's a bit of a tangent. Am I worried about the Lakers? I'm like, I hope people get from me talking about Brooklyn that I am zero percent worried about the Lakers. Like, no, I, I just I, hope. I think that's, I just I hope Brom wins his point. fifth MVP. That's that's all I hope from the regular season. Like, we'd be top of the East if we were over there. So I, I'm chilling. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree, and I I definitely get the get the idea of of 
not really like putting it on the back burner for the Lakers, but just saying, you know, because of course, right before the break and now with Blake Griffin going to the Nets, everyone was like, they're they're by far the you know the favorites was it was it jay williams talking yep. about how like they're yeah. going to like win multiple titles now i'm just like uh he hasn't watched blake griffin in 18 months yeah. and i'm a blake and, and you guys know i'm a blake griffin like dude yeah, like we, i I'm, yeah. i've been in the same in the timeline constantly i think he's much better than what he showed in detroit he definitely is a weird fit in brooklyn he would have been a weird fit for us I think like he only fits a couple of teams, like a Portland maybe, even a team like Milwaukee. I think he'd do a lot better at. But I, he was never. It was never going to be Portland or Milwaukee. Miami also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you take that talent if it comes, like you do. It's good talent. However, it doesn't solve any of their problems, which they still have no wing defense. Because do you trust James Harden or Joe Harris to defend the best team's wing? I don't. Oh man. Well, and <laughs> you you have you have. That's that's the thing, and everyone everyone talks about the their offense, and of course their offense is historically good, historically good. Mm-hmm. Um, when you've got three of the best one on one players ever in mm-hmm. Kyrie, in Harden, in Durant, you're even though it's you know quite a bit of your turn, my turn. I mean, they were putting up 130, 140 <laughs> several nights, you know. So like their offense is great, but they lost to the to the wizards yeah <laughs> to the wizards I, I mean that's all i have to say like westbrook isn't great anymore you know bradley beals you know phenomenal but then it's it's what ruby achimora <laughs> and davis Berton. and i like and i like bertons too you know but I like, all, like lot, yeah. i mean like we we had a whole podcast you know talking about him for like 20 minutes yeah. but but like that's not that's not a great team, you know, like it's just, it's just really not. And, you know, the Nets may put up 140, but they're going to give up 150, mm-hmm. you know, especially against that a defense, good team. It's really, it, their defense is really, really bad. And like not only, and not real quick, I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk in just a second. Mm-hmm. Not only do they don't have wing stoppers, you know, like Harden can, he, his niche is kind of defending up. Right. I think we've all kind of seen like it's he's not guarding ones, twos, or threes. He's defending like fours and small ball fives, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of his niche because he's a big guy. That makes sense. But Kyrie's not defending anyone. Joe Harris isn't defending anyone. I I love Bruce Brown. I'm a, obviously I've been talking about Bruce Brown since he was at the University of Miami. He plays a five in their offense, essentially, you know, a lot, <laughs> but he's six, three. He's not going to de- be defending LeBron James. He's not going to be defending. I mean, just like he's this- defending Donovan Mitchell, you know, another six, three dude. So like, and then on top of that, their best big defender is what? KD, Nick Claxton. Yeah. K- Claxton KD. probably. Yeah, I would I would probably say Claxton just because KD like even though KD is there like his defense from what I've seen and what a lot of other people have said has obviously taken a step back with the Achilles injury but which DeAndre was expected. is Yeah, which is expected, but DeAndre isn't defending AD. <laughs> like 
<laughs> like, and this is coming from a guy I've loved DeAndre. I mean, you can ask Nelson, you can ask Merge. I've talked so much about DeAndre on these podcasts over the years. I have loved that dude forever. He's not def- he's not the defender that he was even four years ago. Like, even two years ago. Yeah, even two years ago. Father time is undefeated, as they say. And while like he can still get up a little bit and he's still strong, he's he's not moving around the perimeter. You know, he's it, like it's just that's not gonna happen. Blake has never liked defending bigs. He's not gonna defend AD, you know, because even though AD isn't like like a Jokic or something like that. AD is still ridiculously strong. So I I just I mean Blake Blake versus LeBron like that's going to be a mismatch every day as well. So yeah. That defense maybe like I think I agree with 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 Allen on that. Next year I worry about the Nets a lot more than I worry about them this year. But that was that was a crazy tangent. That wasn't even the entire point of this whole podcast. <laughs> can, can I just make I, a quick I, point? I blame I blame Alan. Well. Can I just yeah. make it before we move on because we've yeah, gone yeah. off on a tangent completely now. Um, we all know that Frank Vogel doesn't like to show anything during the regular season. Like we we that it's a common fact, right? They are they're not putting up 120 points a game on a Frank Vogel defense led by Anthony Davis and LeBron James. No, nope. and if they're I. I can't see Brooklyn unless they trade a Joe Harris type, which I don't think they'll do because I think they like Joe Harris. So I like Joe Harris a lot, even though his free throw percentage confuses the hell out of me as it pertains it to his three point. I like, really don't. But, but like, they're not going to trade anyone big unless it's Dimwitty, but then you're going to get diminishing returns on well, Dimwitty remember, anyway. Remember, I, there was talk on Twitter the past couple of days that he may be returning this year. And I'm just like, what? That's not happening. No. If he is, if he is returning, he's going to be like at what, like sixty percent of himself, and then he'll be more of a detriment on the floor than he will be a help. Um, So, so please make that happen. But, but to touch on Frank Vogel, I've seen Vogel catch a lot of flack over All Star Break too, when it was literally the same thing. Just the difference between last year and this year in the regular season is LeBron James and AD tried a lot more. Like that's Mm -hmm. why we won a lot more games. That's it. Wait, wait till the playoffs, and then we can criticize Vogel if he goes to shit, because that's where Vogel earns his money. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, Nelson has been sitting here waiting to talk. I know Nelson's yeah. a lot higher on the Nets than all, all three of us. I think big Nets guy here. Um, when, when the trade happened, I was I was very high on the Nets. I've seen it on the floor. It is absolutely incredible to watch offensively, defensively. You guys all make great points. The the defense Harden can sometimes lock in a little bit on the big. I have a good moment there. KD offensively and defensively has last has, has lost like half a step, in my opinion, from like what I've seen. Um, he's still like elite, obviously. Like his shooting, in his shooting bails him out, like you say. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he, he's so skilled apart from just his like first step um, that it, that he used to have. Um, so he's still good. But I, when it comes to the defense, it's it scares me. But I am always scared and always terrified of a team that can put up. A lot of points, um, and it for for some reason they get really really hot. All it takes is four games of them getting really really hot. And while the Lakers do have answers to a certain extent on offense, I don't think they have enough firepower to if they ever do go tip or tie in that way. Um, so it'll really be like on Vogel to make sure that they 
like really weather that storm. Um, so I'm pretty scared of the Nets, and I'm scared of any team that can has that kind of high upside that can put that any points up on the board. Um, because that's scary come playoff time. And obviously, like in the playoffs, it's all about one-on-one creators. And the Nets have three, and the Lakers have two and a half with Dennis being better. But I wouldn't put him on that on that kind of level, like that I give him the ball in his hands, you know. So I think that that's why the Nets pose a serious threat. I am not like 100% sold that they're the favorites because of the, the defense. Um, so I think that Jay Williams was, was way out of – we have his mind. He does a typical media narrative where, oh my God, it's ESPN, sort of like old star. Yeah, um, but I, 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 I will say about them. Go oh yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely do think that. Like, I'll, I'll say this. I think that, that they're a bigger threat than the Jazz. So that's, oh, that's oh, a billion percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't like. I, I, I don't think the Jazz are the are the second biggest threats after the Clippers in my opinion. Who, the 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 oh man the guy that li- a lot of Lakers Twitter just doesn't like except the bloggers uh do do four or whatever his name is oh they um, the four yeah, yeah yeah um he's like that's a great little team doesn't matter in the playoffs because oh, yeah. it's they true. are the Hawks they are the Atlanta. they are, they are they yes perfect who the hell is stopping AD who the hell is stopping LeBron AD it does his mission to kill Gobert it's his yeah, mission every time. Time. <laughs> and and the the jazz always their fans are always like Gobert is going to stop him this time <laughs> no so Jokic like it's not a 50 point game against Gobert and beat yeah. have 46 against Gobert yeah and like i know i know they got Bojan. they got you know Conley finally looking like more like Conley They've, you know, they've got guys, Jordan Clarkson. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like Quinn Snyder's going to have to take a lot more Coke for this to actually work. Okay. Like (laughs) this, just, it's just, it's just not going to happen. Like the jazz don't scare me at all. Like Donovan Mitchell is overrated. Donovan Mitchell is incredibly overrated. Who? And that's just my stance. Donovan Mitchell, I think he's pretty overrated. I think that's what I love. I like, I like Donovan. But I'm I'm kind of with you. I've never I've never been as high on him as say like Merge has, and not not to throw like even, not to throw like, Merge underneath the bus. I don't think he's just, as good as something. I don't think he's on the yeah. like. Um, I think I'd I'd rather have someone like Shea over Donovan at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I mean, got, I've got a question for you guys. It, Alonzo playing the way he is right now, would you still draft? And you know, Alonzo's going to be this way consistently and improve. Would you rather have Lonzo or Donovan on your team? I'd rather have Lonzo. I'd still have Mitchell. I've been the Lonzo guy as I am. I'd still have Donovan because mm-hmm. I've seen Donovan take over a, a series in the playoffs. That's fair. No, yeah. no, that, that's fair. I, I just think it's I, an interesting question. No, I think and, 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 and you can make that argument in the series against the the the, uh, the Nuggets too. They, they uh, if they don't you know blow that lead, that's Donovan Mitchell's series. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, and definitely. I, th- I think. I think the main thing that I would side with Mitchell on that one is the ability to self-create because that's just not mm-hmm. Lonzo's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, we'll we'll try and get back to actual <laughs> Lakers. Um, <clears throat> but real quick, just to finish that up, I do agree with you, Nelson, that that I fear the Nets more than I fear the Jazz. But that would be like me fearing like a mouse. Like I, I don't care, you know. Like the Jazz, the Jazz are nothing to the Lakers. I just and like this is my Lakers exceptionalism, being here. They have two guys that they cannot match up with. Period. 
the Jazz don't can't they can't throw anything at them. And like Royce O'Neal, I like I like Royce O'Neal. He's not stopping LeBron. Gobert mm-hmm. has been dominated every every playoff series, every every time, other than of course, like you know, screen assist Twitter, you know, wanting to talk about about you know those duo. They're, I'm not afraid of the Jazz at all. Like no. the Jazz could the Jazz could go what they're playing 72 games this year. They could win out rest of the rest of the, their games that I still wouldn't be afraid of them. The Nuggets scare afraid. me more. The Suns scare me more personally. The Suns because... the Suns scare me more. The Nuggets don't. Oh come on, the Suns. I I okay. The Jazz, I just think the Jazz I trust Jokic and Jokic a lot more than I trust Gobert, and I trust sure. uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker a lot more than I trust Donovan Mitchell. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Chris Paul, sure, but I don't know about Devin Booker. He isn't even. Yeah, a Booker's, Booker's, on, Booker's on the same plan on the same plane for me, but um, can can I just? But I, I'm just, I'm on... just, I'm just saying, like they've got, they've got more wings and stuff to be able to throw at LeBron. Just, like, not, not that they're going to stop him either, but Mikhail is, <laughs> yeah, Mikhail is, Mikhail is <laughs> probably the best defender of those two teams. I don't give a shit oh, yeah, about sure. Gobert. No. Can I just make a quick point? Because I think Nelson brought up a really good point. <laughs> Mikhail, he, um... like that real quick. Mikhail got you thinking now, didn't he? With that, you're just like, okay, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not I, saying he's yeah. stopping LeBron. I'm not saying he's stopping LeBron. I'm just saying that he's probably the best defender of those two teams. All right, go ahead, Ellen. Just, I'm sorry. Just just before we wrap up this talk, because I feel like I, I led us down this path, and I, and I can only apologize. <laughs> um, Damn it, Ellen. When it, when it comes to Frank, and I agree with Nelson to an extent, if it was a different coach, I'd be more worried about the Nets' offense, but we've seen Frank have game plans for the Miami Heat teams, and if, if Paul George isn't choking like two consecutive playoff series, um, the, the Pacers make an NBA Finals at least one. And I think that that Miami Heat team was more complete than this Brooklyn team, personally. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd rather have prime LeBron and prime Wade and prime Bush over this current iteration of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. As much as I love KD. Yeah. Also, and, I just... And that's a better, a better coach in Spolstra. Yeah. Than that. And, and I just... My, my thing is, is Kyrie is a wild card. In a lot of in a lot of different well, ways. I, I would agree normally, but in the playoffs, he's kind of a different animal. Yeah, I, I you can say a lot of things about Kyrie, but that dude turns it up a lot in the playoffs. Turn it up for like and a to, series. to the point to the point where I think I might <laughs> like trust him more in the playoffs than I would well, do James Harden. He, he he turned it up for one final series. When it, when it I guess, I guess, I guess, my, I guess that'll be my. I guess that'll be my hot take. Final series, like the, the ultimate final, final series, series. the <laughs> the ultimate one, and then none of the other ones. Um, I I'm not a I'm not a Kyrie fan, so I don't I don't care. Um, <laughs> but just my 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 point of bringing him up is because he's always hurt. Who who knows if Kyrie or KD are going to or especially Blake KD Griffin or DeAndre. Any of them are going to be healthy. Yeah, outside of Harden, who's like, oh, who's Harden, yeah, Harden is a one constant. He will be yeah. there. Like, yeah. but then also we've seen his playoff performances where he does well, but his team doesn't. So, um, yeah. obviously, oh, uh, none of those teams had, you know, KD, but still. 
And and on Rachel Nichols saying that Kevin Durant isn't um, tampering, he absolutely was tampering. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to have player-to-player contact. Sorry, Rachel Nichols, yeah. you're wrong. Rachel Nichols being wrong? Oh man, I am shocked. I sent shocked. <laughs> I'll tell you a story after, after guys. Okay. 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 Let's move on. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll go ahead. Um, moving on to the other guys. We're not, we're not worried about KD or uh, AD. We've been talking about the nets too long now. Um, not worried about AD other than injury. Obviously I do understand Nelson El- Nelson's um, um, worry about that. His concern. So I'm not, I'm not throwing that under the bus. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I'm not thing. worried. I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about LeBron either. Um, the next two, I think that we could really talk about is Dennis and Kuz. Um, mm-hmm. how, how they've done now. Dennis is a player that normally I dislike. You all know this. He's six one. He does have a decent wingspan, which I do enjoy, but like, <laughs> If if he's not like, six four or six five, I I generally just take him off the board. Like I just not really a big fan. Um, he had a terrible streak for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shot very poorly. But when he was completely gone, it showed how valuable just his being able to handle the ball, orchestrate some of the offense, and play pesky, annoying as hell defense. He, I do want him obviously to shoot better. He, he's about what I expected. Uh, maybe a little less um, for me personally. The one that I have been decently impressed with, even though he still annoys me, is Kyle Kuzma. His defense has been good. His rebounding has been good. His shooting has been. I'd have to look up the stats. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. I, I. I think some people have made it out to be a lot better uh, than it has been. Um, but <laughs> Alan with the Kuzma, yes. <laughs> yeah, Kuz is um, shooting thirty-six and a half percent on about five attempts per game. I wish Nas was yeah, there I, to see and, that. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> take that. I'll take that. That deal right now. I can't remember who was talking about it yesterday or today. Um, that that deal looks like a bargain. Three years, forty million dollars. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I I think I agree with it. It looks like a bargain, which is so weird to say, um, coming from me. But it's also in the back of my head. Yeah, it's a good deal. Wonder where we can move it. But um, <laughs> I have to say, his the, I know I know the role that he has put himself into or that they've kind of molded for him. I don't even know. Like it just, I think it fits really well. Mm-hmm. So um, Nelson, I want to hear from you first. Cause you're, you're the one kind of like, you're the one wanting to like dig at me today. I can tell, but go <laughs> ahead, Nelson. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think this has been, Okay, I, I I wouldn't put him as my most impressed players. I I think that we're like so low on him that like now we're just like oh like anything that he does is just so fantastic. Yes. Oh my god, look at him, he's yes. doing fundamental things. Wow. Yes. Um, Thank I you. think I think Trez has been uh, better and more of a surprise because it's like the locker room concerns and the weird reports that came out and uh, beforehand. Um, I had questions about how he would integrate himself and stuff, and he's been that guy is on every night Washington. 
Charlotte, anywhere, any, anywhere he goes, he's on and, and he's there to play. Um, so props to him. I like the signing, and he's impressed me, and he's like up to my expectations. Um, Cruz has been better, yeah. Um, but yeah, when I when I look at him, I'm just like, how do we deal with him? I hope he maintains this so we can deal with him. Um, but yeah, I think I think for me it's Trez, um, and then it would be Dennis for sure. Dennis has been. I had a lot of hopes in him because I really like a player who can who can somewhat create their own shot, and Lakers were like that player away from like being like legit and making a lot more comfortable with, with the roster. I love Caruso. We all love Caruso. There's not a single Laker fan that's not, that does not not love Caruso. Oh, I don't know but, about that. Well, I, I do not know about that. <laughs> there has been a weird. Yeah, there people that hate Alex Caruso. Oh, there's a, there's well, a yeah, weird I turn. Mean, yeah, yeah, there's always weirdos, but I I, I think. <laughs> With him, it, it's always like it, he doesn't have the the ball creation. He's like a nice like third ball, like fourth ball handler. Like he doesn't turn it over, but like he can't create anything. So when Dennis came along, I'm like, okay, here's a guy that if everything hits, it'll go well. I still think he's best as a six man, in my opinion, and in a lot of the few people's opinion. I don't think that's gonna happen. Everyone says, oh, during the playoffs he might take the role. I don't think he's taking the role. I think he's gonna be a starter and he's starting all the way to the finals. Um, Oh, yeah. Other than that, with with Quirk, I think he's up to the hype. Yeah, I've said that all year that he's going to start. I've said that. I know that one podcast I said it might be good just for the bench, um, because the bench looked really bad when they had that uh, lineup of meh. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's I and I understand like the the kind of the desire i think also it just also might be like this psychological thing for us because he's smaller that we want him off the bench i don't know maybe that's just me but um i mean he's a starter through and through now merge oh yeah i would definitely i wouldn't even say i think he's i'd rather have him off the bench i'm fully on board with him as the starter i think he's our fourth best defender out after you know ad lebron when he cares caruso and then dennis um he's he's he you can make an argument he's like a borderline elite defender uh and it's hard it, it's hard to say that about a 6-1 guy um but he really and i said this before on previous podcasts he, it just reminds me a lot of way chris paul plays defense he's not as good defensive as chris paul because chris paul's one of the better guard defenders ever um but obviously he learned something from that year with Chris Paul, and I've been really impressed with the way he's defended. Um, I think really what they would need to do in terms of the bench not looking as good, but is just just stagger. Just make sure he's him or LeBron are always on the court. Um, even with AD back, I think one of them need to be on the court at all times. Um, real, and, real, uh, real, real quick, real quick. I'll let you finish. Sorry. I know I'm talking way more than I should be since we have four people on here, but <laughs> Dennis, even though he's only 6'1", with his wingspan has been able to defend up. And I'm not just talking like twos because of how he defends. He's just pesky and annoying. Jason Tatum, he defended really well. And then Cat, he defended really well. Now, Cat is going to generally win that matchup most of the time because he's just, you know, he's seven foot. But he, he bugged him. Like, you know, you don't want him defending him the entire game. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. he surprised me of being able to defend up. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, that adds to the, the way the Lakers want to defend in the playoffs, too, uh, with they want to switch everything, uh, especially if most lineups that we close with, if not all, they'll have 
they're obviously gonna have Dennis AD and uh, AD and LeBron, and then some combo of Kuz, Caruso, KCP, Matthews. Even we can talk about Matthews later, but defensively, still he could he might might be there. Um, he fits that 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 the playoff defense, and if you can put him on a possession or two down the stretch where he can bother Jason Tatum or Kevin Durant or Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, whoever, um, uh, then that's a huge win. Uh, for the Lakers, the Lakers defense. So he's definitely been our third best player without a doubt. Um, and I'm hundred percent fine with him being the starter for now. And for the next four or five plus years, um, Kuz, I, he, he's obviously been good. Um, he, there's still points where, you know, he makes his little dumb mistakes, but I, I at least uh, appreciate that he's um, at least on uh, most of the time during the game. He, he, he has higher energy. He's, attacking the boards offensively and defensively. He's defending really well. Um, so I'm definitely happy with with him just trying. The biggest thing with him for me was just that he sometimes did seem like he wasn't trying. And if he does that, I'm not going to – I'll accept what he's doing as long as he's working at, you know, working 100%. Alan? I don't know. I think it was on this podcast um, when we traded for Schroeder when we were talking about, like, defensive play of Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that OKC liked to like, because they, they went free guard a lot. They liked mm-hmm. to put Schroeder on wings and it worked quite effectively. So I'm glad to see that Vogel sort of like took aspects from that and gone like, oh, he's still really good at that. Let's just put him in spot situations where he can switch on to like a Jason Tate when we don't worry about him. Um, saying sh- with Schroeder, I, I make no like secret that I'm like the guy's biggest fan, like in the history of ever, and you guys know that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy to see him sort of starting to get the credit because I think he's a. Re- I think he's in Atlanta. He was uninterested, especially the last year or so, because they were trash. Um, oh. Shouts to Atlanta! You know, you host a good NBA All Star game. All them <laughs> U-Haul videos. Oh my god, what the hell was that? Um, <laughs> That that was incredible. Um, yeah, so just just to diverge from from U hauls and, and women leaving them. Um, <laughs> God bless the NBA for giving us the All Star game. <laughs> what the hell was that about? Um, yeah, like also, I think Nelson made a really good point about Trez. I think Trez is really really vital to us, and I I just want to address these rumors and not rumors, but rumors where, oh, Trez is going to get traded because someone posted a a, a picture of LeBron doing this while Trez was trying to high five him because it was obviously intended to be that way. No, it wasn't. I texted one, a person who works for the Lakers and he just went, ha ha ha. That's funny. In response to Trez rumors. I was never going to happen. All the stuff about his tweets and stuff. He was obviously going through something personal. Like, wait, without it. What did I miss? Did you not see a certain person? I, I won't mention names because I'm classy like that. Um, <laughs> a certain people tried to like perpetuate the myth of Trez getting traded because Vogel, quote, wasn't getting the best out of him. Like Vogel doesn't get the best out of anyone because he doesn't care about the regular season. Let, let, let's like continue this trend. Um, it, it's no, amazing, I... right? Like it, 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 it's so obvious. Vogel just doesn't care. If you get your points, you get your points. Who cares? As long as they stay healthy and then they get to the playoffs and they obliterate everyone, it's all good. Like, And then people just started to perpetuate this myth that Trez was about to get traded because LeBron was quote-unquote sick of him. 
which is further from mm. the truth than anything could possibly be because like why would you hate Montrez Harrell? Yeah, like it's mm. obvious. Um and also you'd see a lot more of Mark Stein slash Adrian Wojnarowski slash Shams Karania tweeting that, you know, Trez is available in trade talks. Like, that's what would happen. Um, but yeah, I went off on a tangent there because people pissed me off about that. Um, it, it's it's annoying. Stop trying to create drama. It's, it's Laker fans too. That's what annoys me. Like, mm-hmm. they're trying to create dissension within the base that there is. Like, there is none. They like each other. Let's let, let's maintain it at that, please. Like it's obvious. Um, yeah. So with that, I, I I also like we like to shit on Kyle Kuzma. Can I say that on here? By the way, like I always forget whether I can swear. Sorry, guys. Yeah. We edit that out. We like to poo on Kyle Kuzma. Um, my bad. <laughs> um, we 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 like to you know poo poo on Kuzma. We like to make fun of him. Um. But, like, he's been really, really good. And I agree with you, Clayton. He isn't, like, the most switched-on person in the entire world at times. Um, Credit where credit's due. Like, legitimately. If he continues playing like this, I will have no problems if he continues playing like this. I think it's a big if, and I think the Lakers should look central in in the offseason. If he continues to play like this, I have no problems with him being, like, I legitimately don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, we'll go ahead and move on to guys that aren't really, we're kind of ex- expected. We were, they're performing how we expected. Mm-hmm. Now we had, we had a few names on here, but I wanted to touch on, well, I guess it was the second name we had on, on here. Um, but Nelson, Nelson said that he was, like impressed or su- kind of surprised at how Keith or Trez had been playing. Is it weird that like, I'm not shocked at all other than he's been better on defense than I expected because yeah, he's been schemed better. Yeah. Like his, this, I knew he was going to be okay on offense. Like he was going to get points. It's what he does. Um, He's been better on defense than I expected for sure. But also that's, a lot of scheming by Vogel because Vogel's good at defense. Um, so like that, that one doesn't really surprise me. And I'm probably the low man on Trez in this podcast right now. Like, well, yeah, I, I was yeah. higher. I'm high on Trez's offense just in general. So I was expecting this offensive output with the better defense. So that's why I didn't have him on the, impressed sort of part that I when I made the outline. So, I mean, I, I get what, what you mean, Nelson. Maybe you were a little lower on his offense coming into it, and then he just overperformed that. Um, but I expected this this good of offense and uh, him being better defensively because of Vogel. But, yeah. I actually think, uh, one, his defense has been better, so that that made me more impressed. And then second of all, I still don't think with the offense, he's totally, like, found his full stride yet. I think it's going to be better – by the time that the season's over, so that's kind of I'm kind of extrapolating what I'm seeing now to then. I'm assuming that this is going to be like a minor jump, um, just sort of an uptick and just sort of his play as a whole, sort of how he he meshes within the offense. Um, so I'm kind of extrapolating there, but yeah. And as far as guys that just met expectations, um, I think Marcus Gasol for me has just been about kind of what I expected. 
I had very low expectations. Um, I did not really expect much from him at this point. Um, I saw that he like lost weight and stuff. Um, they saw the pictures. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, he he's made like the few flash plays. Like he has still really good vision. Um, but his body is just not, and his legs and his knees just like overall. I, I just with all the injuries racked up and all the play time, I expected very little and. That's kind of what we've got in in my opinion. So I can't really say I'm disappointed, but I, I kind of expected not the most fantastic play. But, you know, every now and then he'll make a good play and he still has IQ and experience and leadership that a championship team needs. And I think his shooting recently has been really good. Uh, I think his last 10 games he's been shooting 43% from three. He's been shooting more since 81 out. Um, and he was really good those few games before he went out with the contract racing, like I said. So I'm hoping once AD comes back, we can get a lot more of just that knockdown shooting that he's shown, which will just open up the offense even more. So um, I can sort of see because because he did start off the season a little slow as well, but um, he's been as good as I thought he would be. Um, and no, we don't need to get rid of him. And no, <laughs> Javale and Dwight are, Javale's not better than him. No, um, no. We, no, I like going to trade him or whatever. I think I think there's I think there's something to be said that you know Lakers could use a big another big man. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've talked about that. I don't know how many times now, but Trillion. yeah, before preseason, we yeah, before talk. preseason, yeah. during the season, and the DMs. Like I've I've said that I thought a a big man, and the last couple of weeks I'm just like, nah, you don't really need another big man, and. Mm-hmm. And the reason why as good as we need. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, the 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 reason why I don't think it's that big of a deal is in the Western Conference, who are you needing a big man against? Jokic? That's pretty much it. That's it. We we won't play cat in the playoffs, obviously. No, no. So it's it's Jokic. Now a a bruiser like a Dwight, I still say having Dwight would be great. Right, mm-hmm. a bruiser like him to frustrate the hell out of Jokic would be good, but like Yoke, like Dwight wasn't that fantastic against Jokic. Like he, he was good, but it wasn't like otherworldly. And I don't even think Dwight played that much during that series. I'd have to go look up the minutes, but I don't think it was more than like it was two rotations. Minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's that's that's a two rotations. You know, like, mm-hmm. so like that's beneficial, you know, but this, this weird desire for Lakers fans, one for Dwayne Deadman, that's not happening. Like he's one, he, he looked washed last year, but like, he's also not doing anything against those guys. Anyways, the, another, you know, of Andre Drummond, Dr- Drummond would, yeah, he would frustrate Jokic some just because mm-hmm. of, you know, st- strength athleticism and and motor when he is actually interested um but Jokic is like 50 times smarter and we aren't getting drummond. yeah and we're not getting drummond because he would have to be bought out and i don't think that's what they're going to do yeah and dan gilbert i don't think is doing that because he doesn't want lebron to succeed anymore um and i just I, I I'm just not overly concerned about it, but to kind of this is all going going back to Marcus all of of all we need Mark in the playoffs against Jokic is 12 to 15 minutes. It's all we need because Jokic isn't going to play 48 minutes. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. They'll play 38. Probably. I don't remember exactly what they, what he played in um, about 39, 38 to yeah. 39 minutes. Yeah, 38. So, okay. So I was about right. AD will probably match up a lot of that time as well. Mm -hmm. So you, it's not like you need, you need this, this bruising center or whatever they have. If, if you can get it, you don't turn it down, obviously, yeah. but it's, it's, it's like not as, if yeah, it's, Blake Griffin was wanted to come to Lakers, you pick him up and, and you don't you don't ask questions. Same with Andre Drummond. If he gets bought out for whatever reason and he wants to come to Lakers, you pick him up because yeah, he's he's talented. You know, like you yeah. just do it. Yeah, but I'm just not I'm just not overly concerned about. It. I'm not overly concerned about Mark because again, I don't care about the pre the regular season. You know, mm -hmm. and Lakers and Lakers like... get in fifth or sixth seed and it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't mm -hmm. matter. And, and just to touch on Mike defensively, I think he's been really, really good. It, it's just there's a different different type of defense where you affect shots, which I think Mark does. I think he does really well. And then he doesn't swap shots into like the 26th row like JaVale does at times, and people misconstrue that as really good defense, mm -hmm. which, you know, sometimes it is good defense. It's good awareness to actually know where the shot is, and sometimes it's just being really stupid and just being really lucky as, as to like you're in the vicinity of the ball. Um, having having well, a pterodactyl Mark wingspan. Mark has more blocks than Dwight and JaVale this year. Per game, yeah. Per, per game, and he, yeah. And he plays about the same amount of minutes as them both. So, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's great out here. Um, on Mark, I'm not worried, like, at all. Yeah, no. Like, 0%. Uh, the only... There's, I, 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 don't, I don't think there's anyone who worries me, per se, on the team. Like, I, I know that's moving I've got a, on to I've the got next a couple thing. concerns. I got a couple but, concerns. I, I don't know, like, even Keith, like, when he started starting, looked a lot better. Like, it, He's been I think, busy. yeah, so there's Keith and maybe Wes was my only, like, they were my two, he's, like, big concerns. That's my concern right there. Well, we, we can we can touch on that. Yeah, next, well, like. we'll get we'll get into it in a bit. No, I, 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 I agree. I agree. All right, let's let's go ahead and move on to. AC, THT, and KCP. I'm going to lump all of them kind of into the same um, since they're all playing that one, two, small ball or small three, you know. Mm -hmm. um, KCP started off really hot. Mm. He's been good defensively, I think, most of the year. Kind of taking a, a step back with his shot just cratering. Yeah. Um, I... I know people like are frustrated with him and and whatnot, but like he was the Lakers third or fourth best player in the finals last year, and especially during the run to the finals. I know he only shot 30% from three in the finals, but he played really good defense. He hit he did hit timely shots. Mm -hmm. He didn't he didn't have a Danny Green moment of at the very <laughs> very top above the break and then just hitting the front of the rim. Um oh Danny Green, who, by the way, is all of a sudden shooting really well again. <laughs> yeah. Is he, though? He had, yeah, like, shot really bad, and then he became a flamethrower. And then I saw a couple Sixers fans that were just like, oh, my gosh. Remember that He's you're actually high, Danny Green, yeah. please. Um, yeah, he's shooting 38% from three. No. I, I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen death threats to Danny Green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is Philadelphia. It is, yeah, I was going to say it is Philadelphia. Um, but but I, I'm not – I it just goes back to these guys needing a break. I think KC or KCP will be fine. Um, I think we kind of all pumped him up a little bit he was too much at the beginning of the year. Break. He he was like visibly gassed a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, AC is AC. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is what he is. What he is like a really good rotation player. You know, a a backup guard because I don't know as as Nelson was saying, he's kind of not. He's kind of like that third, maybe fourth, um, ball handler. Like he's ne- he's never unless like he just somehow all of a sudden becomes like, like, I don't know. I don't know who his trainers are. Like if it's like drew Hanlon or any, anyone like that, if he's working with those guys to work on that. And I would assume so. And I would assume he's working on that with Hanley, but he's still just like, he's, he's that, you know, he's a distributor in the sense of like, here's a touch pass there. You know, here's you are making a cut. Let me throw this to you. You know, skip passes, but he's not orchestrating the offense. But he's he is what he is. He's making shots now. I don't know what his percentage is now. I think it did drop quite a bit, but he was still he's shooting at 40%, really well. Forty percent from three right now. On a oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. That's still a thirteen million dollar player with how good his defense is. You know, yeah. um, and then our boy, <laughs> Tht, um. <laughs> A lot of people, it, it is just, it it does crack me up. They, he's 20 years old. He is younger than Kevin O'Connor in that piece he wrote about him. I think he said he's younger than everyone, but like 20 of the draft picks from this NBA draft. So mm-hmm. he's still one of the youngest players getting rotation minutes on the defending champions. And does he get, does he not use his left hand? He is he is the, the opposite of he is the opposite of Julius Randle when he was with the Lakers, where Randle would never use his right hand. Okay? Never. never. Okay. And, and it's fine. He's 20. He's 20. He gets tunnel vision. He's 20. You know, he's a horrible like, all defender. Yes. Horrible. horrible. He gets God caught. Awful. He gets caught caught ball watching or all of a sudden double teaming when he should not be. Mm-hmm. He's still providing value to this team. And the fact that I've seen people throw him in as a sweetener for PJ Tucker wants to, it makes me want to pull my hair out because PJ Tucker looks not like PJ Tucker anymore. And it's because he's been like ridden so hard by that Houston team for the last several years. But oh my God, that is annoying. Now, I do get all of the complaints. I do. I understand it. Do you not want to play him? Like, what else? What else are you like? If you want him to either one turn into a really valuable trade asset, you have to play him. Well, you by have the way, to play him. Like, he's yet to have a full off season yet, guys. By yeah, the way, he's, he's yet to have a f- complete off season because of COVID and because of the stress fracture in his foot. Yeah, like I just ahead, Nelson. Nelson, Nelson is he's chomping at the bit right now. Yeah, <laughs> because. Because I was told by everyone, everyone told me this is THC's year. This is the year that he's going to play all together. He's going to become a key rotation player. He's going to really show out. He had that he's great. Not a key rotation everyone. player. He's a rotation. He, I would say rotation, not a key. I wouldn't say key. I wouldn't say the word key. But I would say he's a, a rotation player, and he should be getting played. Mary was not that he should not be getting played, especially mm-hmm. in the regular season when LeBron sits. And there's not really that much ball creation. He flashes like he has um, had some really rough moments. He's really young. I still am really, really high on him. But I just thought that people should have tempered their expectations. And I think that next year is really going to be the year when it takes the leap. 
Um, I'm not saying that you guys were like dramatically gassing him up or anything. No. Like no, you, didn't, no. you didn't think it's gonna be a starter. We were, either, but... And then we said, oh well, he's not gonna do that this year. No. He's like, no. down the line. He could be this. So <laughs> the thing, the thing with it is, is he he. I, I want to see all the lineups that he's been with, but a lot of times he would end up getting put in with with guards such as Wes, who Wes makes Clay Thompson look like Kyrie when he handles the ball. Wes, Wes, I don't. Every time he drives baseline, he turns it over. I, I like every time. <laughs> he, I said this when he was signed that Wes is what he is. He can spot up. And he can defend. Right now, he can't spot up, and <laughs> and his defense isn't that great, in my opinion. He was always the guy that I was never the highest on. And like I, I liked him about as much as I like that that Trez signing. And Trez has been a lot more positive for me than than Wes. Wes just a lot of times just doesn't look like he belongs on the court. He he has had a couple stretches, but when you're playing when you're when you are the lead ball handler in terms of like THT and this is not like to like bag on Nelson or to, you know, say like like as as like you know, if it wasn't for this, you know, THT would be an all-star. No. No. But when he when Wes is the two and, you know, you have uh, uh, Keith, who looked god awful for a long time, and Kuzma just kind of pigeonholed into his role. I mean, I don't know what else really to expect when you have Keith, who what is a spot up shooter as well, mm -hmm. and Wes spot up shooter, and Kuzma, who I have no idea really what his role is besides kind of like junkyard dog. At this point, I that's that's kind of my my point with it. Or like playing with Caruso, who we all love Caruso, but Caruso isn't creating offense either. So it would it would then turn into THT, the twenty year old, by himself creating offense. You know what I'm saying? Like and and I I'm I'm like if one thing Vogel has started to get better with is is not doing the Luke hockey shift you know, but it's still a lot of times feels of like, it's, he's not playing enough with either AD or, or LeBron. Um, he, when he plays with Trez, I think it's better when you tell him run the pick and roll and actually look for Trez, you know, don't get, don't get like just the, the horse blinders, you know, don't, don't get that. Don't become tunnel vision. Um, so like, yeah, I, I definitely understand Nelson's point. I just think that, you know, when when you're playing with that lineup of meh for the most part, that's kind of kind of why it hasn't yeah, like no. really taken off. Yeah, totally. I think I just thought that that was like my main concern. I just I didn't see him. I didn't see Vogel giving him like the like minutes minutes because those because like what you're saying is right. Like they're minutes right and it's experience and cool. And it's tape that you can like learn from, you know, tunnel vision stuff and other small stuff. But like, we haven't really gotten the full taste of like what he can actually do like currently right now because he hasn't played with like the more impact players. He's kind of had a bunch of people standing around and they're like, here, you stuff. And like, okay, I guess, right? 
And mm-hmm. so it's not the most comfortable position for him, but that's kind of what I expected because I didn't think that Vogel would really give him like those like you know more prime time minutes with like the more impact guys. And yeah, I think that well, yeah. like THT's not finishing games right now. Right. That's, yeah. And I think next year, I think next year is, is is when that will happen, and I think that's when he'll really take off. That, that's why I, I I didn't see the takeoff happening this year, just because I was very very like not light on the idea of. Um, Vogel really giving him those minutes with those impact guys. I, I I thought he'd play him more safe and give him run, but not give him like the run that like would be ideal for a player to like fully ma- maximize what he provides right now. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Anyone else want to touch up on on the you know that AC THT KCP group? I I, I think we kind of we, we touch on AC and THT every single podcast. So. Yeah, we, we and, do. We do. And we do. KCP, we I think you said exactly what needs to be said about KCP. Yeah. It's just give him another. If, if he's still shooting this bad in a uh, for another month or whatever, okay, yeah, let's worry about him. But yeah, he's sure. had. He's still shooting forty one three. This played worse. Yeah, he's played worse. Yeah, he's definitely played worse. All right. And also, I think it was just a tough moment for all three of them. Just to wrap things up, sorry. And it was a tough moment for all three because the Lakers were without without AD and Schroeder. Mm They were going through a shooting slump, which we sort of came out of before the end of the uh, before the start of the All Star break. Sorry, and then it coincided with AC and THT both having a bad period of the season, which everyone has. Like, LeBron has a bad period of the season. Like, it happens. It's the NBA. They play, like, 80 yeah. games. It, it, it's obvious. Um, yeah, so we we need to look at it as the whole and not just, like, the past 10 games. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. All right. One guy that we'll probably end up mentioning on the, the next podcast as well before we get to the guys we're kind of disappointed with is Damian Jones, Mr. Two 10 day contracts. Now um, Damian is a guy that I have always been intrigued by, but the injuries always concerned me. And then he went and what tweaked his back or whatever the, the first game that he had with us. Um, but he he's played well and he's doing what you ask you know, mm-hmm. of, of the JaVale and, and, and Dwight role without being as what, well, as smart as Dwight and as, as pterodactyl as, as, as pterodactyly as JaVale. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, perfect. Um, right there. But I, I, I don't know if he ends the season with the Lakers, but I wouldn't have a problem with it because Tell me another guy on a 10-day contract that would have his ceiling. Costa Santetokounmpo. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) We are on Google Me. I can throw you off. I I do students all the time. Um, He had that one put back down. Yeah. Oh, man. But, I mean, there wasn't going to be another highlight. Yeah. Looking looking around the league, I I can't really think of any anyone really available to to do that with. Can anyone else think of any? I mean, I he's he's a he's the perfect idea of a flyer, a guy that I've talked about for years of former first round pick, athletic, long, 
just had to get over a period of something. Now, right now, the period of something is um, has been injuries, but I, I, I'm, I was, I was happy with it. I mean, he's not going to be a, a crazy rebounder, but he's a putback guy. He is a oop guy, so that vertical threat, and also he can block some shots. So, does anyone else want to add anything to that? I, I've. I've always kind of liked him, but was always just really worried about the injuries. So, I, I mean, unless someone else becomes available again, like we've talked about Andre Drummond. He's he's the only one that, and again, it's a long, long, long shot in that same mold. Um, there isn't really that much. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's guys around the league who could be, who could, but like they're not really attainable at, at the moment. Uh, again, if Travail someone gets traded and bought out again, I think you would still rather have Travail. Um, then just because he's a more experienced Damian Jones, really. Um, but it's really like it's worth the it's worth a shot. I I want to see him play more with LeBron. Um, I think that's my biggest thing going into the rest of the season. Um, I just want to see him play a little more with LeBron and Schroeder and see if he can sort of get some chemistry and catch lob from those guys. Definitely. All right, we'll go ahead and move on to the guys that we've been disappointed with. And we've already kind of mentioned, and I've, I mean, I've kind of gone in depth with Wes. Yeah. Um, Wes and Keith, I think are the two guys that I'm most disappointed with. I was kind of, kind of how, how Nelson was, you know, being told like he was going to be a key contributor. I was told that Wes was going to be, you know, a 38% three point shooter and open up the offense a little bit more and be a wing stopper and i just don't really know if i see it he i mean like i i mean i not to say that i wasn't excited when he was signed I mean, like because at the time he had come off a decent deal um or time with milwaukee um but i don't know i am am i the only one that's disappointed with wes i mean i i think it, if you don't expect a uh a very good career shooter to come to the Lakers and then be garbage all of a sudden. I don't know if you're really a Laker fan. If you're being honest, yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is true. Um, it's it really just uh, he's disappointed. I also don't think he's been put in the best possible spots. Um, I think it, he's in weird lineups where guys who will normally get him the ball in good enough spots will get him the ball. But then there's also the fact that I think I saw somewhere that he that seventy five percent of his threes are wide open threes and he's only shooting 33% of the year, which isn't great. Um, when yeah. that positive regression hits, it's going to be great. Oh yeah. Yeah. The positive, because the positive regression should come. It, it, yeah. it, I think okay. it will come. Uh, like I, I'm not like, I, I don't disagree with you where I expect in more from Wes. The, the defensive situations that I've seen him in, in games that I actually gave it, gave a, a damn about, um, censored myself there that time guys um you're fine i curse all the time <laughs> um so in games i actually gave a damn about which was like brooklyn the way he got handled harden at times and then in games where you know there was actually decent wing players i thought he did all right like i don't think he was bad against boston i thought he was good on tatum and brown at times as well um yeah like where's Wes is Wes, and he's a 34-year-old veteran who I think will come good in playoff games. Um, we saw it with like guys like Keith and Danny. Like I know Danny Green's like 
been scarred and like burned out of every Laker fan's memories. But Danny Green had some really big moments, especially defensively, more than shooting-wise in the playoffs. Um, so I expect Wes to have the same role. And the biggest thing is we're not paying him 15 million. So yeah, this I, 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 I could I could care less. It's three point yeah. two million. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It's rough looking at his recent games. He's only made one three in the in his last uh, six games. Reminds me of that period that Mark Gasol had, like after like the first couple of games of the year. Like it's like the same type of thing. Like remember when Mark Gasol didn't make like a field goal for like nine games? It was rough. <laughs> oh man! So real quick, kind of. Breaking news by Shams. Uh, NBA Board of Governors has approved the league and NBPA agreement to eliminate the game limit for two-way contract players this season and to allow two-way players to be eligible for the playoffs. Two-way players who exceed 50 games active uh, active will now have their compensation increased to their league minimum salary based on years of service. We're finally getting playoff games. Get! <laughs> I was gonna say we finally should be getting rid of Costas. Like why he happening. is still why he is still on the roster makes no sense to me. Giannis signed that extension. That's not happening. So just Schroeder and Giannis trade the uh, share the same agent, and I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. Oh my God, I hate I hate the agent game. I just hate it so much. Rob Palinka's a former Never let the dream die. No, I know, I know. And I, I mean, freaking Mints had the possibility of being like the league's most one of the league's most powerful agents by and then, it, and then yeah, and then he pooped the bed. Like because I don't I don't know what Mince's issue was, but anyways. Uh, he could have had Paul George and Julius Randle on the Lakers with LeBron James. It, he also he also had um D'Angelo, D'Angelo, yeah, like he had it. Well, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm man. I hope I hope Kostas is gone. We shouldn't be we shouldn't be worried about him anyways. Like there's no need to worry about. And, him. and guys, if we've moved on from Giannis, it's now Steph Curry 2022. Come on, yes. get with the person. Excellent. Listen, <laughs> the way the Warriors are handling their future. God knows. Oh man! They continue to fumble hey, the bag hey, when it pertains that team. Already there's already a clutch plant in the Golden State Warriors. Draymond is there. He's in his ear talking about LeBron. Yes, he doesn't hide yes, it either. Draymond yes. doesn't hide it. I'm... No, no, no. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Bring them both. Who cares? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> and I, the Keith has started to look better. Back to our players were disappointed with. Keith has looked better, so it's not as bad. But those are the two guys that I would love to try and ship off and kind of consolidate and just be like, they're just not fitting with the team. You saw them last year. Wes was what a 38, 39% three-point shooter. You know, Keith looked really good in um Detroit. See well, if you can and can improve and looked decent in the playoffs. Yeah. See if you can turn those two into something a little bit better. I think but. it. I think they see uh, Keith as their uh, small ball five breaker. Um, so I don't see him leaving. I can maybe yeah, probably split, not maybe. Um, but I I think Keith is unless it's part of a bigger deal for someone else, which you know that's not happening. Um, I, I don't see Keith going. 
West, maybe. Uh, maybe there's some team that would want to swap guys for someone that we like more than Wes, maybe, but Keith, I think, is staying for sure. All right. I know we'll, we'll kind of save the second half preview till the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to, I kind of want to focus on, we, there, there are names being talked about in buyout situations. We've talked, we've touched on, you know, Drummond, of course, mm-hmm. uh, possibly just keeping uh, Damian Jones the entire rest of the season. But then there, there are other guys, whether they be bigs like uh, Hassan Whiteside. God, no. It's it's the office. You're not. No, God, please, no. God, like, no. No. Oh, God, when when JaVale is, is the, is the better option, there's a problem with that. Like, Five years ago, we wanted Hassan Whiteside. We were wrong five years ago. We would be wrong now. Like, as as Nas would say, we don't need a crayon eater on the team. Allegedly. 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 We don't don't need that. We're learning litigation rules. We, we We don't need that. I know Hassan Whiteside is always this thing for people. Like he had me at one point, you know, of he is, he's seven foot, seven foot one with a ridiculous pterodactyl wingspan. This guy is an idiot and he can't even get minutes with the Kings. No, like the Portland trailblazers were just like, (laughs) bye. Yeah. And they could have, they could have used him because Zach Collins is always hurt. (laughs) And they were even like, ah, no, we're we're good on that, we're good on that. So, I, I'm oh man. And then we we kind of brought up Javale. To get Javale would be difficult. He would need to be traded and then cut. And I think, and even then, I don't even know if it's entirely possible. Um, you mean Sam Amico was making things up? Oh man, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lakers are interested in him, but like it's a lot of yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a lot of cap gymnastics, you know. Yeah, so I'm just I'm, it's it's essentially down to keeping Jones or does Drummond get bought out, and I don't Pretty think much. Drummond gets bought out, so I'd rather just keep Jones at that point. I would, I, yes, I would much rather have Damian Jones over Hassan Whiteside. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, does anyone disagree with me on that? I, I, Nelson, I don't. I don't no. Nah. No. Okay. I, All right, Alan. I, I, don't, I don't disagree as such, but if anyone can maximize whatever, um, how how do I put this nicely? Um, so I don't offend Hassan Whiteside because you know I, I don't want to be excommunicated from the NBA community. Um, if anyone can maximize the Hassan Whiteside experience defensively, um, I think what it's for maximum. Like that's the question. It would be Vogel. Yes. Yes. I I think I just I think that was I think that was the nicest way I could put that without offending anyone. So I, I'm I'm pretty happy with what I did there. I'll give myself a pat on the back. Okay. Yes, pat on the back. There you go. Yeah, I think Alan's <laughs> I think Alan's taking way too much on the white side. Yeah. yeah, I just I can't do it. I just I honestly I'm not saying I do it by the way. I'm yeah, just saying yeah. Um, if 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 yeah no 
just go just go with Jones at that point. Just go with Jones. Yeah, I, I agree. I like I thinking of uh, whoever the Lakers draft will probably be good, but like if you know this person's gonna be hard to mold, why even go why even attempt it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then the area that I think would be a lot more interesting if buyouts happened. First off, the guy that I, I'm just so sick and tired of talking about him. Just because it's just never it's never gonna happen. It's just never it's the Lakers who uh another podcast talks about the what Marcus Banks from the Celtics back in like the mid two thousands. So Lakers legacy? Yeah, Lakers legacy. Yeah, I think Jonathan brings it up all the time of well not all the time, but frequently. Um, of I think it was his name was Marcus Banks, the point guard from there. Everyone's like, he's gonna make it to the Lakers, like the Lakers could really use him, and then he just never was on the Lakers. <laughs> That's the second round of Trevor Ariza in purple and gold. It's not going to happen. Sam Presti is not going to buy him out, he's going to trade him, and he's going to want more than what the Lakers can and should give up. Does anyone disagree with it? I? I'm just it's just to this point. I'm just tired of hearing about him. Yeah, it's we 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 just saw what Presti did over the off season and how many picks he extrapolated from everything. Uh, so there's no way there's he's zero. got like 45 picks in the next eight years. I don't know, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it, 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 he won't go to the Lakers. He, he has, he'll probably get traded. Maybe if he gets traded to a team and then he gets bought out, who knows? I mean, maybe that happens, but like it's, uh, <laughs> it, 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 I, I just don't see it happen. I think there's a couple more guys who we'll talk about. I, I think are more likely, and maybe not guys who have been attached to the Lakers except for one of them, but guys who I think are uh, gettable if they are on the market. Yeah. Also, side note on the on the on the OKC uh, draft picks, um, they're gonna reach because like I think at some point they're gonna like hit on someone, and then and Shea is gonna be like good enough to like win games, and oh, it's gonna get to a point where it's not even tangible to have that many overseas players. Like the Sixers face this problem, like the most hinky, and oh, oh, the OKC has like double the picks. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of first round yeah. picks like every year they yeah. never hit them. Never. <laughs> I, I can still see Presty like shipping all those picks for a player like Levine or Beal. That's what I see happening. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely see something like that too. Especially I, if they get lucky on a Cade lottery. Yeah, please get. Like, I, I would love Cade in in Oklahoma Cade, City. Cade with please. Shea. <laughs> oh, Cade and Shea. And, oh, and then I, I could absolutely see like Presty like shipping four first round picks for for someone that's good. Yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, I think mean, they literally have like 15 first round picks in the next decade. Well, no, it's way more than 15 because they have 10 of their own. They so, have a like, bunch of three first round picks from the Rockets. Yeah. They, they have like seven Clipper picks, don't they? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, oh my gosh, man. They, they have, they have like the next, them and the Pelicans have the next two NBA drafts just to themselves. Yeah. It's pretty much. much. It's a shame um, that David Griffin's trash at it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I still think Jackson Hayes can be something somewhere else. Maybe I believe not. Even, even I believe though, not. Even though. Maybe yeah, DeAndre I, Hunter I is just better not. than – I think DeAndre Hunter is just levels above the, both those guys combined. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. DeAndre Hunter was my 
what it was so obvious fourth guy it was that was my guy and until until that knee injury i was just he'll be fine the most vindicated person on the planet so um no i i I agree i'll control they got zion i'll just say that huh they're lucky they got zion i'll just say that yes (laughs) all right almost like the nba rigged it to to get zion because ad was leaving yeah i digress yep frozen envelope (laughs) New York Knicks, right? Um, two guys that have been connected to the Lakers. Supposedly, the Lakers wanted to somehow trade for him, even though I don't know how that would really be possible. Um, PJ Tucker and then Otto Porter Jr. If he were to be bought out, um, PJ Tucker, I would, I wouldn't have a problem trading for him if you, if it was like, you know, Keith and Wes, and I, I don't know how how else you make it happen. Um, but I'm not including uh, THT in that deal. Full stop. I'm not doing it because you're getting half a year for him. And while I understand that THT is a restricted free agent, he has the arenas rule and the Lakers have experience with that. They'll be fine. Um, I'm not concerned about his I would throw contract. THT in if like, he gave us like his sneaker closet. You know, which you would never do because he's like the biggest uh-huh. creator of all time. But like specifically video- me, I need oh, a sneaker closet. But um, Alan, you work. You already work in shoes. You don't get to have any of them. Um, yeah. yeah. But but yeah. No. No. I just, I'm not gonna get my off whites out now, guys. It's all right. It's all good. No, don't. <laughs> um, but because Clay and Five thinks that they're trash anyways. I I do not like 95s. <laughs> there you go. Don't. I just don't. I've got off-white Air Force Ones. We're all good. I don't like <laughs> off-whites either. No, I know. I'm I'm the old man. Whatever. So but any, any anyways, anyways, I know. Um, but <laughs> but I I would be fine with PJ if you could make it work with without. I mean, it would just basically know, impossible. Yeah, it's it, yeah because like I'm not throwing in THT. You have to trade deal. like half your team. Yeah. At like it would have to be like three end of three or four end of bench guys because what is PJ Tucker making? Is he making eight? Eight. eight? So like yeah. Wes West gets you halfway there. Then Keith, then Keith. McKinney. Yeah. So I mean like you could do it, but you're also about- you're also hard capped. Yeah. So like you would trade you would trade all those guys it, it, and it then would you wouldn't lot- have any money to, to replace the roster spaces. I think you'd have seen the Lakers pull the trigger on it, in my opinion, if they weren't hard capped. I think it would have yeah. happened already. I, 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 I really think, do believe that. I think it's something like that. Just as long as I don't think they would deal THT for him, though. No. I don't think no. so. If something in, in a scenario of all that, then yeah, but no. Especially because he's on the team control. Marcus all in there. Huh? No. Did you guys throw Marcus all in there? No. no. P- PJ Tucker isn't that valuable to me. Oh, well, like, I, I probably would. I, probably I, would. I wouldn't. Like, we PJ PJ has been like I said really good the last several years, but he also is like 35, 36. Same oh, age sure. as same age as Mark. I totally understand that. And probably more uh miles. But or, yeah, way- probably yeah, but also injuries, more less injuries. That we like that we know of. Right, sure. I mean, but Mark, but like how many how many injuries does, does Mark really have? That's, I guess, my question. Yeah, like, he's an old man injuries. Yeah, I mean, he's got some old man injuries, but it's not like 
Uh, I have an iron 23. Yeah. You're 23? <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Now I really feel old. Damn it. Whatever. <laughs> um, I look about 38, though. So so we have got... That. <laughs> That's wild. Um, uh, all right, all right. Let's not rub it in. <laughs> all right. The... I, my bad, I, my bad. Merch put on Ger Garrett Temple. I'm not really interested in him. He would be fine, I guess. I, he can he can handle the ball a little bit better than Wes, so like that's beneficial. Um, the biggest problem is but, sorry to interrupt. No. The biggest problem is like the whole seven to ten playing tournament has totally killed the buyout market. Like absolutely I wiped off the face I of the earth. I forgot that they're doing that again this year, aren't they? They'll be, yeah, so but they've included the, the the temp seed in it as well. So now you have an extra two quote unquote playoff teams. So Wait, with that, it, it's for sure, it's not like a within five game things like it no. was in the bubble. Oh shit, I didn't know that. I thought it was no. within five game things. Nope, that I was just I was just worried. A yeah, I wasn't worried about about. I mean, like I didn't. I don't know how entertaining that is, anyways, to me because like that eight seed isn't doing anything, anyways. But still. Um, seven seed, seven seed. I forgot he said seven to ten. Um, lastly, the last one that I I have loved him for years <laughs> is Otto Porter Jr. But he hasn't been particularly great this year when Neither. he has played, and that's a question. I was I was um on Twitter and um oh goodness, what is his name? Bulls J something. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, Bulls underscore J. So his name is Jason Jason Pat um, on Twitter. Big Bulls fan. I, th I think he I think he's also um, a writer um, for a couple different places. Um, anyways, he was talking about how Otto also has some like weird unknown back injury, and as a Chiefs fan, he's not the last game. He's not the last fourteen games. Okay, as a Chiefs fan, back injuries are really frightening and they lead to nothing but pain and heartache. <laughs> and I don't want to deal with that again, even though I also love Otto Porter Jr. like I love Mitch Schwartz. Welcome to the big boy NFL, Patrick Mahomes. You'll see how Russell Wilson felt for nine years. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry. I, Sorry, they'll, Clint. They'll, I, I, we can have, we can have that football talk later. And that, that I believe we the will, Chiefs will, we will, we, the Chiefs we will, will be fine. But on the topic of back injuries, it just makes me so sad. Oh, so, absolutely. So, anyways, does anyone have, does any of those guys stick out? I know like most Lakers fans are just going to be like Trevor Reza, Trevor Reza, Trevor Reza, because that's what it has been since he left in what, 2009, um, yeah. 12 years ago. <laughs> um, but, I I I I think that a wing would help. Bottom line, I think a wing would help more. I, I think Otto is the best player on that yeah. list of the four. Um, if he is healthy, he would very much help the Lakers a lot. I can even yes. make an argument that he'll he would be in a lot of closing lineups if yep. he uh, if we were able to get him. But that's a big really? if. And healthy, really good defender, and turn has turned himself and into a good shooter. Yeah, so yes. yeah. So if, if, if that's six, case eight, needs six, available, nine. then he's like T like above everyone else in terms of guys that we could get, even above a guy like Andre Drummond, I think, if, if he yeah. was attainable. Um, so if, if he's out there for sure, Otto Porter, I'd be hundred percent on board. I think he can make an, a, an actual impact on the team, like uh 
like the way like Markeith impacted the team last year, if not a bigger impact. Yes, I totally agree. Alan, any anything else to add to that? It's so hard to gauge what the hell's going to go on. The if 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 Otto Porter was available, I think that's like the biggest like no brainer move that you'd ever do, like in the history of the NBA. Like honestly, like it, it's so obvious. Like it, it it alleviates a lot of concerns for the Lakers. Like when it comes to wing depth, even though I don't think there's a concern there anyway. Like in my opinion, anyway. Like when when we talk about like wing defense and people just gloss over the fact that the Lakers have. LeBron James and Anthony Davis on a basketball roster. Uh, it astounds me. It really does. Like, but hey ho, such is life. Um, I honestly, if Damian Jones keeps on playing like he is, I'd just sign him. But do, do what Miami do and yeah. sign him to like a multi-year contract with non-guaranteed years, so you actually have control of him for multiple years. Like that's that's what Miami do because they're really smart, you know. Um, apart from signing. Uh, not anti-semi um, <laughs> idiot to, to their roster for two years. Apart from and, and letting Jay Crowder go, but apart from that, Miami are really good at like finding these diamonds in the rough and then like keeping them like under team control for multiple years. I think more teams need to start doing that. Like, look, look at how they got Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson. Oh, like, that's two key Kendrick rotation Nunn. guys. Kendrick yeah. Nunn, that was his own fault. I, I I know, but I'm, I'm saying like the the type of contract he signed. It no, wasn't for like sure. yeah, oh, for sure. I understand Kendrick Nunn's problems, but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, due to them being really smart with these guys who are flyers, they sign them on non guarantee years, and then as soon as they look good, they just guarantee it straight away because what's like eight hundred grand between friends? Apparently, like <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Like so. I, I, I'm 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 all on board with signing Damian Jones to the rest of the season, potentially including non-guarantees in it. Um, just because A, I don't see Dan Gilbert buying Andre Drummond out. He made J.R. Smith sit on a bench for two years just in the like the random case that like he joined up with LeBron. And he still did in the end, and he won a title. So who's laughing now, Dan Gilbert? <laughs> you know. And yeah, like it is what it is. Like life's great. Nelson, I I would love Otto Porter on the Lakers. I think that is that is the flyer. Like that's the guy that I'm like. I read the name and his play hasn't been fantastic. Don't care about the back injury. I'm not a Chiefs fan, so I don't have any PTSD about that. Um, so I would love him above. Did a Tyron uh, Smith deal with back injuries? See, that's why. That's why I'm already used to it. I'm oh. on a pair of players. All my best players get hurt every year. It's, I, I'm conditioned to it. Okay. Some of us don't have Pat Mahomes. You know, Dak got injured. Now we paid him for. You know what? We're saving this for after well, the pod. But anyways, the pod, yes. No, yes. I. I get anyways, Otto Porter is the name. I love him. I would love to have him on the Lakers. I think that's like the perfect like reconstruction project. Yeah. That's like right. the ideal like yes. buyout guy. Yeah. yeah. Last. The last thing, and then we we need to wrap this up. We've gone too long. What's new? Time's just a concept, yeah, anyway. This, yeah, this is this is this is definitely nothing new for us. Yes, I mean we used to have like two and a half hour podcasts back in the day. What is this podcast? Um, I'm persevering. Yeah, this is, blame it on me. God, whenever, I whenever I'm on the podcast, it's always. I'm like trying to be good home. here, and you both are just encouraging the rap. I know why. It's because we always talk about other teams, and we talk about their own plans for no reason there's no reason yeah. to do it but it's, but it's fun. fun 
We can't. Yeah, it's like, we can't help ourselves. The the last thing. Do the Lakers need to make a move? <laughs> Allen is saying no. Christian Merge is saying Margil Mergel is saying no. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. I read the names on there. Put your, put your glasses on, Clayton. I, I did. I just did. Um, <laughs> Nelson, do you think that they need to make a, a make a move? I think they should. I my prediction is I don't think they will. I think no one that they no one that thinks their interest really gets bought out. They're hard caps, so they can't really flex. They don't have that much flexibility. I think Damian Jones gets signed to uh for the rest of the year, and um, I think that's about it. I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the guy. I think they need a center, and I think they need a big. Not again, Marcus. My expectations, but they were really high. So I, I would I would like an upgrade there more than the wing, but low key AD, thinking about it more I think AD is gonna play a lot at five and so I would love to have a wing too, but ideally I want a center I think um just because I, I I think the Lakers really like their centers and I think that that's likely so I kind of want to condition myself to thinking that so if if anything Drummond if anything but I think most likely Damian Jones I think you'll see how the Lakers feel about Andre Drummond if Damian Jones continues to play well and they don't sign him for the rest of the year. I think that will give away a lot of their plans, in my opinion, anyway. Like, I think that will be, like, the most obvious thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I think they do need to make a move. Not not anything drastic, but I have said now for a couple months, I think, that, uh, or at, well, it is, it is March, my God. Um. I do think that they need to consolidate a little bit of the depth for something that is a little bit better, you know, but I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, I would be fine with a big, I would be fine with a wing. Um, but I don't know. I don't know who they can move or would move. It would be hard to move coups right now with that, with that deal. Um, I don't want to really move Dennis. I don't want to move AC. I don't want to like it would it would be kind of down to like I would be fine moving KCP. Um, but with how poorly he's playing at the moment, he doesn't make a lot of sense for a lot of teams to, to trade for. Um I was about can, to touch on KCP. Yeah. If, if hypothetically you could do a KCP and Trez for a guy like Oladipo and then a guy like a Jay Sean yes. Tate on top yes. of it. Yep. Yep. I, yep. I would do that. Yep. I, I would too, personally. Yep. As much as I love Trez, I think that could be possible. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's happening. Houston has already turned down apparently a good deal or two for Oladipo. Houston loves Jay Sean Tate as well. Well they're, didn't that report big... come out that they want to like just get rid of everyone? I mean, I it they I mean, probably surprised me, but are it, I, it surprised I, I, I me as well. Daniel House over Jay Sean Tate, but but yeah, I mean, I I think I would just because I think Vogel could maximize uh, or Depot uh, defensively, and I think he just adds an, uh, and I think he'll just be excited to play in Los Angeles and be look a lot better than he has in Houston. And he'd what be the fourth option with us, which is like I third. yeah, I would say like, be third. It'd be like a three A, three B, which is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> or shooter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> no, I I would be I would be. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just it was just a thing that popped into my head. No, yeah, it's so no. weird that Old Depot was just wearing Laker gear like randomly over the All Star break. That was like the oh, weirdest. He so obviously doesn't want to be in Houston. No. It's well, he right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I would I would do that. I don't I don't. I, someone someone would step in, like David Griffin or you know. Some or you know, someone would step in and just be like, "No, that's not happening." You know, David uh, Stern, I, 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 would, but, Adam but Silver Raphael, would turn it down. Raphael Stone was part of the um, front office that really liked KCP with Daryl Morey, wasn't he? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I I would love it. I would I would love it. Don't think it's I, happening. I, I, I would. I would I don't I'm just trying I to like be devil's advocate. It. Yeah, I think that might be too big of a shakeup that the Lakers would be willing to do. I, I think I, I don't know if the Lakers would do that. that that's that's another thing. I don't think I would do it, especially because Oladipo is a free agent next year. I don't think I would do it. Well, you that's make that you make that deal with the assumption that he's signing. So then, yeah. he, then no, right. you have then you have you have a one Schroeder, two, two. Oladipo, three Braun, four AD. Well. Uh, Nets, yeah. Nets can kiss my ass in that scenario. That's, like that's that's that's, that's not only it, because Oladipo has looked healthier too. He just clearly does not care he in Houston. Care. He does not care. He looked. He looked only downside fine. to it. Only downside to it that we probably lose one or both of Caruso and THT. Probably. Yeah. But that's then, the only downside to it. I don't. I. You know what? I don't know if how much I actually know if I believe that though either. Maybe 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 one of them. The luxury tax thing, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have when you have multiple billionaires as minority owners, it the luxury tax doesn't matter. I've already heard that Anschutz has already said to him, "We'll payroll everything when it pertains to the luxury tax." So I think Anschutz is trying to like angle a move that if the Bus family ever sell the Lakers, that he wants to get first refusal, which he should, by the way, he absolutely should. But like I've heard that the luxury tax won't be an issue like ever, no, nope. because the billionaire or minority owners will they will pay that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. All right, I think that's a good place to end it. Um, that man, that just kind of in my head now is too much. Because you're like, welcome, by the way. You can think I know, about <laughs> I know, because like. At the beginning of the year, I was definitely a no on Oladipo, and now I'm just like, well, I mean, yeah. As much as I love Trez, it's an, it, like on talent, it's an upgrade. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Nelson, are you going to try and just do your whole follow the under the bus pod? And- under the bus account, best account. We live tweet every once in a while. We, we get all links to all the podcasts. We're going to have another one out. Um, shout to under the bus. No. We love it here. Right. Woo. Let's go at IDK underscore Espinoza. Love you, Nelson. Sure. Um, <laughs> his one tweet every every month or so. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> Merge uh, has I'm, is I'm still, still he's so, still suspended. Are you still yeah, suspended? I, yeah, I I think I, I just checked a couple days. Uh, yeah, last night on my email, I think I when I sent the the DMCA like whatever the the counter request i think I, I didn't put all my information in it so I, I just sent it again uh last night so hopefully i get it back soon but i'm still um children i'm at merge 1998 i believe i am i don't know i have like 80 plain full steps i'm getting blocked 
Oh man. I yeah, I mean he didn't even he didn't even attack any any politicians like I have. No. no. Like or, or trying to fight them or, yeah. or oh man, I there's there are several that I would I would man. It's only like an old seven-year-old like music thread that I tweeted of like of like half of a song. It wasn't even the full song. It was it's half of the fucking song. It's fantastic. All right, and then you can find Alan at Alan Ramich 3 and you can always, always go listen to his The Lakerside Chats uh, podcast. He's also got, man, what? Marvel podcast. The Marvel podcast. Yeah, you. I think you. I think you've also talked about how you have a football podcast, and then right now, well, we'll at times like with the the Lakerside Lakerside chat uh, podcast, it's sometimes also looking at uh, um, Bosnian players and or not just Bosnian players, right? Or is Yugoslavian? It... Yeah, Yugoslavian. Yeah. But so listen, like half of them are Bosnian ethnically anyway. They just choose to play for different national teams. It's all good. Like you know. Like, like both like Dragic, he's Bosnian. But hey, like play for Slovenia all you want. Bogdanovic in Utah, he's Bosnian as well. But you've set me off now. Like, <laughs> go, go listen to Blipped In. I'm a lot more positive there because Marvel's content is great, and it's I don't have to like group call, it. It's everyone you call people who wanted mutants weirdos, <laughs> freaks, freaks, freaks. 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 It wasn't it wasn't people who wanted mutants. It was the people who kept on trying to push it all the time, like yeah. everything meant mutant. It just got an it honestly, it's like let it lie. Like <laughs> Kevin Feige's a whole plan for them. You see, I get very passionate about it. Oh, was about wonder, it wasn't about mutants. Get over it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm, you, I'm done. I'm done. you can you could find the Lakerside Chat <laughs> podcast on literally, I think every type of podcast platform available we're even on indian podcast platforms so (laughs) look at at you look at you um corner of the market man (laughs) alan loves loves, alan loves the podcast so does anyone have any final thoughts uh oh everyone loves the laker jerseys right the the earned jerseys yes yeah, the second best jersey Nike have made for the Lakers. Obviously, the first being the Black Monday jerseys. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go ahead, rate and review. Five star review, please. If if uh, we get any, I don't. I haven't checked in forever. Um, we'll read out stuff on there. We want to also do a mailbag, so send questions in. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Have a great one. Peace. Bye.